Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurad. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239. That's Sensitive Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. In this podcast, we have a great, this is going to be a really, actually a fascinating podcast. Great guest, TJ Hickey. He's uh, basically, you know, a guy from Boston. TJ, are you on? I am on. Happy to be. All right. Welcome to the podcast. And it's always a great, great time to have, you know, especially our, our folks from up in New England. So you grew up in New England, from my understanding, Boston area. Yeah, I grew up in uh, Charlestown, Massachusetts. If those of you have seen the movie The Town with Ben Affleck, that was a big movie five, six years ago. That is where I grew up. It's a neighborhood of Boston. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about you. And and the reason why, you know, we wanted to bring you on, number one, you got tons of fans. You got a lot of people that listen to you. You do do, uh, some fantastic music. And, you, you know, you're just really big and you're verified through all the different platforms. And we'll talk a little bit about how that process works as well and what that means. But give me a little bit. I know you played hockey when you were young. And then how did you transition from doing something like that to what you're doing today? Yeah, it, it actually is a pretty funny story of how this all kind of came about musically. I have no musical background whatsoever. I'm I have no pitch. If someone asked me to, to actually look and, and do go to a music theory class, I would have no idea how to do it. It's very organic. It's very um, hard work driven. I've literally self-taught myself a lot of the things that I do, which is probably good and bad. I think musically speaking, technically speaking, I'm not kind of a, a regular artist. I'm not exactly hitting the, the right notes or the right melodies, but I think it gives me a little bit of a unique sound. Um, but I was an athlete my whole life. I, I played hockey. I was lucky enough to go to Union College and play hockey for a year there. And uh, I was cut months into my freshman year of what I thought was going to be um, a pretty long career. And so I kind of had this, my whole life was very busy. It was very scheduled. It was very uh, detail oriented. And I had all this free time on my hands. And my friends were making music. They were in a band. And I started to get into guys like Mac Miller, Sammy Adams, um, they were up and coming in the New England area. So I just started writing songs, not thinking they were going to go anywhere. I've, you know, I put stuff on YouTube and it, if you would have told me, you know, 10 years ago, I think I've been making music for about nine or 10 years that I'd be here doing this. And, and on this uh, uh, podcast, I, I, radio station, I, I'd, I'd laugh at you. So it's, it's, it's been quite a journey to get here. No, it's pretty fascinating how those things go. And do you remember what really the day, I guess, that you said, this is what I want to do. Do you kind of remember how that went? And you're like, hey, I got the talent. I can do this. Yeah, I think a lot of pe- folks like thought this would be a phase because when I was cut from my, my hockey team, I was I was devastated. And I think people thought I was just using this as an outlet to, uh, you know, release some anger. And um, I honestly just fell in love with the process. I actually, um, all the hockey guys had singles when I was at Union College and this is like recent. This is probably like a year ago. And um, some kid messaged me on Instagram. And, and I don't always get to every DM, but I, I happened to see this one. And the kid was like, 
you know, if you would have told me years ago, I'd be stumbling across your music after walking in the hallway and hearing you yelling into a microphone in your dorm room. Uh, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's definitely something I didn't see coming. Not a lot of people saw it coming, but I think once the day that I kind of lost my status as a college athlete, I needed to find something in order to feel that recognition. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. And then what is kind of like, we, we, I've listened to a lot of your stuff in your genre and you know, what, what type of stuff do you really enjoy? What type of music do you enjoy making? You know, I think one of the favorite parts of being an independent artist um, and having so many different backgrounds uh, as I do, I I went to three different high schools. I went to two different colleges. I've lived in a couple of towns. I have kind of a versatile sound because I've listened to a lot of different types of music, like here in Boston and you know, June, July, August, September, it's very country music driven. And then in the winter time, I listen to a lot of Meek Mill and Drake and uh, Ace Hoods. I mean, I, I just kind of have this wide range of music. And I think my music kind of reflects that. And it's, uh, it's something I'm always experimenting with. I remember sitting down with labels years ago, and I thought I wanted to go that route. And they would say, like, what's your brand? What kind of music do you make? Or questions like this. And I would say, I I make pretty much a little bit of everything, which is what I named one of my first albums years ago. And um, that's always, you know, that's a tough thing because I think a lot of, especially in today's culture, a lot of people want to see a brand. They want to know who you are, what you stand for. And I think I have a lot of different elements that I bring into my music. So if someone asked me my genre, I'd have a really hard time uh, telling them that because I do like to, uh, to switch it up all the time. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are starting to do that a little bit. Now, we, you know, obviously, I listen to a lot of music. And I, what's cool about me, I'm a little bit older, right? But I listen to, like, everything. Um, I think when I listen to country for too long, I, I want to switch to something else. I go into rock, maybe a little bit of hip-hop and a little bit, you know, and, and then having young girls in my life as far as my daughters. And, and my wife is a little bit younger than me, so I have to kind of listen to what they listen to. So I get it, and I think, I think musicians nowadays, even, you know, folks in country try to venture out to different things. And there's a lot of um, people that are collaborating. And I think it really makes the whole industry pretty, pretty neat in general. Yeah, it does. I think, I think honestly, as recent as like three or four years, you've seen artists kind of make that leap that I think was really frowned upon years ago. Like guys like Machine Gun Kelly going from that hip hop all the way into the punk rock uh, Mod Sun is another guy. Um, I know Russ is another independent artist that is constantly kind of switching up between R&B and hip hop. So I, I do think that you've seen and you've seen Drake do it. I mean, Drake's probably the, the reason all, a lot of these artists, I can definitely say for myself, have gone genre changing. So it's exciting to see. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, and what's great, what's great about it is, you know, just the different varying types and styles of music. And I think when you bring those those two together and and i i really had a chance recently to see elton john and i know he he hooked up with um dua lipa i know it's a little bit of different genre there but when you put those two together in those i guess just the ages apart it's really cool how they how they can come and 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 i think i i look at some of these musicians that that have hooked up with some of the younger folks as well and I think it really helps them both ways. I mean, it's just, it's a great thing. And I think the younger people that appreciate, you know, maybe like the Rolling Stones and and, and things like that. Mick Jagger, of course, when you're getting a call from Mick Jagger, it's pretty cool, right? You're going to do a collaboration with him. But I, I think that's that's kind of a really neat thing and opportunity for, for everybody because I think we all benefit by listening to it. 
Absolutely. There's beauty in, in every era of music. So Yeah, yeah. So let me let's talk a little bit about I think you know your Spotify, you've got like over a hundred thousand listens or listeners, people that listen to your music a month. That's like a lot, right? Yeah, it depends on who you're talking to, right? <laughs> you know, someone like me, I'm I'm pretty happy. I think, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, as an artist, you always want more, right? You always want more and more sure. your music. So it never feels like enough, which keeps you going. Um, but you know, when you sit back and you actually reflect on a hundred thousand people a month, um, it is, it is pretty cool. And I am grateful for that. Yeah, no, that's great. Now I know there's a process to be verified in social media and things like that. And I believe you got verifications in multi platforms. How does that process work to be verified? You know, I get that question a lot. Um, I've been verified for like five or six years, so I can't even recall. I, I, I believe it was. I was signed with an agency for a while. A lot of agencies will do that, like booking agents. Um, I am no longer signed with them. Um, but I, it's it's definitely become a little bit of a scam thing too lately. I, I, a lot of people have used my name and I've gotten DMs from you know people with a good following that said, have, does this person verify you? That's really not how it works. Uh, obviously, you have to go through the Instagram channels and um, you know agencies. That's why industry artists are are verified when they could have as little as two or three thousand so it's it's not um as glamorous as i think a lot of people will make it out to be but it is good to have kind of you being the brand there are a lot of you know fake accounts out there and um it's good to have that uh identity yeah and it, it kind of like you know solidifies or verifies and basically validates what it's there for right that you are, you know, verified and you're legit. And I, and I think, um, you know, our, our producer, Diana, she reached out and, you know, and I really appreciate you, you know, coming on because we'd like to, in the two, three, nine, I don't know. Have you ever been down in Southwest Florida? Have you ever been down this way? I don't think so. No, I, I honestly. South of Tampa. We're just a little bit South of Tampa, I've but always, we kind of get around. Yeah. I've always wanted to go, especially to Tampa. Um, I, I just haven't, I haven't made my way down there. So I hope to someday. Yeah, no, we'd love to have you come down. When you come down, visit, come, you know, come in the studio, do it, you know, do a little music for us. But w right now I go to Tampa quite a bit because I have a really good friend and, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Brady fan. What, what, what's your thoughts on Tom Brady? <laughs> I am. I think, um, you know, I think the media likes to kind of portray that New England is against Tom Brady. Um, and maybe in a way when they're playing New England, you are. Um, but I'm absolutely happy that <laughs> down there at his ring and I'm happy that, you know, he was successful. I think as an individual who was a part of the team and um, who played sports and had the media write about them, I think there's something to be said for going on your own at the end of your career after you've kind of been there, done that, everything, and, and getting that ring without, um, you know, what folks thought was the reason you got all those rings before that. So I, I definitely commend him for that, and I'm happy for his success, honestly. Yeah, and I'm a little bit selfish because obviously he landed in Tampa, so I can literally drive you know two hours away and go see him play. I saw him I think four times last year, and I was like, this might be his last year. And then sure enough, he retires, right, and just put me into like a massive depression. And then no, he come back, he's back. We got him another year, so um, you know that's kind of cool. He's come down to Naples. He was just here a couple weeks ago, and uh, he got out there and he was just throwing footballs at kids. I mean. It was a fundraiser, but it was his fundraiser, all for a good cause. And just, you know, I didn't get to meet him personally, but uh, just a good guy. And I think he's he's legit. And and um, I did a little research on you. You you have uh, Gronkowski's girlfriend, Camille Kostak, 
follows you on Instagram. I mean, Jesus, how cool is that? Yeah, I was um, I was lucky enough to know Camille way before the uh, Gronkowski era, and um, she's in actually in a couple of my music videos. If you go back to and probably like one of the first songs I ever made, she she's in that. It's called "Love You Later On," and um, you know we we've we've talked way before. I think um, you know she's reached a level of fame where I'm no longer. Uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, no, she's a she's a great girl. I'm I'm happy for her success, honestly. Yeah, no, it's great. And uh, Gronkowski, we see him around here quite a bit. His mother just lives up the road. So that guy is like a beast. And, you know, he's just, he 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 likes to have fun. And a funny story is when Gronkowski was down here the, at the fundraiser, Gronkowski's out there. He's sweating his ass off. He's got his T-shirt on. He's, he's just getting it right. And he's throwing footballs to kids and, you know, doing all kinds of things. And then Brady pulls up in this big limo. Brady gets out, walks over to a air-conditioned tent sits down has a drink you know just chilling and goes out and does his thing but gronk is like sweating he doesn't have a special tent and from my understanding they were jaw jacking in a fun way about it like yeah yeah you know brady gets all this stuff and you know i get i get this yeah he's an animal i don't think gronk needs much to be to be happy he's one of those unique individuals he's just always in a good mood and his brother gordy is is really connected in the boston scene he's always here too so. oh really that's really cool yeah that's good it's good when you have like a family like that that can you know be so athletic and and, and all that so it's great but yeah so let me ask you this where can we find you and where's the best way to listen to your music we already talked a little bit about spotify i know you have instagram going and what's the best way to get your get your word out yeah i'd say i'd say spotify and instagram um you know at tj underscore hickey on instagram if you if you search uh tj hickey on spotify those are probably the two biggest platforms that i push i get all these comments about how i'm supposed to be on tiktok i do have a tiktok i'm a little older i don't uh i don't know the tiktok world very well i'm a little bit uh, uncommittal to it um but i am on what i'd like to think is every social media but i definitely say instagram and Spotify are my two, um, you know, biggest and, and two that I'm uh, pushing all the time. TJ, I'm 55, right? So I get this TikTok account. I got to tell you this. I got this TikTok account and I can't get my damn, I can't stop watching it. And then I, <laughs> then I post a, like, a, a stupid little video and it gets like all these views. And I'm like, how the hell does this stupid video of me pumping gas get so many views? And then I also do a video where I try to, you know, work on it and give some information out. Right. Things like it gets nothing. So the, the yeah. stupider, the better on TikTok. And then I find myself getting in these rabbit holes. Like I wake up at 530 in the morning. Usually I grab my phone, you know, did the world end overnight? No, I guess I'm still here. I look at this stuff. And the next thing I know, it's like 830. I go, shit, I got to get up, get get moving. But it's it's kind of a cool thing. Um, you know, I, I just do it for fun. You know, and I'm, I'm retired and I, you know, I sell real estate. I'm a broker. So I have offices in Tampa and here, but I'm kind of retired. I was in law enforcement for all these years. So I'm kind of like, I have fun on there. It's just a it's good. Time. So get it real quick and then, or get on it real quick. And it's good. Yeah. They, they designed it for that. Right. They designed yeah. One other thing too, is, you know, what's the craziest thing is they do these lives on TikTok. So people like yourselves that have, that have skills, you know, that can do things. They're just on their live and people are like, watching and i look up and there's like sixty-five thousand people watching this guy with like well, you know he can play the guitar with like one hand and the guy's amazing but it's just it's kind of cool it's a showcase if you if you you know do those things 
that pushes people to my music, which is always the goal, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You need to explore and you need to be a part of. Um, and like I said, honestly, I need to do a better job of it. Um, but it's it's a little bit out of my out of my reach, and I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, and get your get your get your young nephews or family members to help you with it because that's usually the ones that know all about that stuff. Yeah, my younger sister will help me out there in their early twenties, so they'll help me out. Yeah, that's good. Hey, TJ, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, anything else to add? You know, just keep pushing. You know, grinding—they call it, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I I, I appreciate the time. Um, I, I'd say anyone that's doing this or is trying to do this or is listening to this. Um, you have to really love doing this. I think anyone who's in this social media world, this influencer world, whatever you want to call it, um, if you do it for the wrong reasons, it's not going to work out. I, I legitimately tell people, like, what's your favorite part about this? I mean, the shows are nice, the, the love on Instagram posts and all that. It's really nice. But, like, my favorite thing in the world is I record right here. I, I, I My favorite thing in the world is going through beats that producers send and finding a melody and creating a storyline. I say all the time, I don't, I don't always write songs that are based on my life, or based how I think or based how I view the world. A lot of times my favorite part about music is I get to become someone else. I think of myself as a movie script writer. So I get to go in there and create this character, create this narrative. I write a lot of heartbreak songs. I've, I've never been in a serious relationship. Um, it's more of just a, a world you get to create. And I think a lot of people get involved in this because they want the attention, um, which is all well and fine, but you'll see that fade out because you actually have to love the process of making music and actually making the music and all the rest of the stuff is, is all just smoke and mirrors. So that's my advice for, for people that are listening that are trying to get into uh, this industry uh, of music or, or internet success, if they call it. Great words, great words, and I, I totally get it. I, I do it for hobby to have fun with the podcast, and then we, you know, post little clips here and there. And, you know, with everything going on in the world today, I think just having a, a little a, a portion of your life that's just you can smile and laugh about and just have a good time with, I think, is, is very important. And, you know, obviously, you know, the things that come with it are benefits, but, you know, do it for the right reason. And I think, you know, as you know, it, it'll definitely pay off for you. Absolutely. And it, and it takes a long time. And I think that's, you know, I, I get DMs ask people saying, hey, post my stuff or make a song with me or do this. It's it's not one of those overnight things. Um, right. It's something that you have to do for a long time. And in order to get where you want to go, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, which is why you have to love it. Because if you start this up and don't think you're going to be in this for what can be 10, 15 years with no reward, um, you actually have to love the process of it in order to even get to those 10 to 15 years. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Well, again, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's been a, a great conversation with you. And, and I love the fact that you're from Boston. I love the fact that you're you're making it happen up that way. Anything we can do for you down here in Southwest Florida, just let us know. Let us know. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. It's, uh, it's always great to get the story out there, so I appreciate it. Fantastic. 239 Uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are out. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun. <laughs>